The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. All right, everybody, welcome to Might Be Brews, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft brew world. I'm Steve. Happy late Valentine's Day to everybody. We'll be uh, This will be coming out on Friday, so I hope you had a good night last night. Happy Valentine's to my wife and kids. Love you guys. We got a couple guests in the house, as always. Producer Taylor, what's going on, man? What up? We got from on loan. We got him on loan from Might Be Sports. We got CJ. What's going on, man? How's it going? Good to see you. And we got an old dear friend. We got from the Colony Meadery, and we'll get into that in a little bit. We'll drop that as a little hint. We got Dave. How you doing? Doing well, sir. Good to be here. Good to be here. So Dave and I go way back. Way back. And I was trying to think of the actual origin story, if you will. I don't know if there really is one. It's kind of like, so we met in high school. Uh, ninth grade. Ninth grade. Yeah. It's high school. The the the, uh, the Voltron of the junior highs. Yes. <laughs> Yes, the the three Coatesville middle schools combining into old Scott yeah. nine ten center. Yeah. But after that, I don't remember us not hanging out. No, I mean you give credit to Tony. That was that was probably the link because I knew him from way back. And his mom where she worked at the doctor's office, that's where we went as a for a pediatrician and yeah, that was probably the common link. And then, yeah. And then there's just, then it was you, me, Tony, Chris, Kevin, Fish, et cetera, et cetera. All the way through high school. All the way through high school. Yeah. So Dave works for a place called the Colony Meadery. So a little bit later in this episode, we're going to be drinking some mead. Taylor, do you have any clue what a mead is? I just know that the Bud Light King guy throws people in the dungeon for bringing it to him. He did. He did not like his meat. And we thank him for that. That, <laughs> is, that has been incredible and priceless promotion on, on the on the Bud Light part. You know? Yeah. I, I bet. Do do people like come to you strictly from that commercial? They're just like, I've never heard of this stuff before. I want to try it. Yeah. I mean, the best example is when we were doing a, uh, a festival in Bethlehem called Chris Kindle Mart, uh, which is uh, like an eight-week uh, weekend-long you know, old style, like German village Christmas. And we hung a sign up that said, yes, we have autumnal meads because like every guy that would, you know, or usually a bit older that looked like us would walk by and go, you have autumnal meads. And we go, yeah. They go, Oh, because oh, they just thought it was some word made up. And we're like, no, 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 <laughs> please come in here, tr- give me money and I will give you some. And they're like, Oh yeah. I, I mean, is that was very beneficial to to us during the holidays. I'll just leave it at that. How about you, CJ? Have you ever heard of mead? Have you ever had a mead? I've heard of mead. I do not believe I've ever had any. Cool. Well, we're going to try some a little bit later. Uh, we're going to start off on the more beer side, and we're going to get right into drink it or sink it. We didn't do one with the uh, with the Levante guys. No, we didn't. I, I kind of wanted them to bring one, but I didn't want to. Impose upon them considering they gave us all kinds of stuff. And I liked all their beers too. So yeah. that was fine. That was a good time. They were all drinkets for me. So I'm hoping this one will be uh, another drinket. This one is called Marie. It's a unfiltered German style Hell's Lager from Hill's Farmstead. And I just picked this up tonight from our buddy Dave. You heard Dave on the podcast a, uh, a couple weeks ago. And he said, Yo, Taylor's talking about lagers. I got a lager for him. <laughs> So this is from our buddy Dave. Thanks, Dave, for Dave the sample. Uh, for uh, Taylor and anybody else that might not know, Hills Farmstead is a brewery up in Vermont. They are, are uh, Dave might know better than me. Are they regularly listed as the best brewery in the world? Pretty damn close. I, if they, not, it's every other year, depending on who's doing the list. Yeah, they through these know, guys. We, yes, um, they don't make bad beer. I I can't say that I've ever had a beer from them that I haven't really enjoyed and not just average enjoyment like like really enjoyed wow smells good 
there's a lot of breweries that are just gifted. Yeah. And this is this is one of them. I mean, it's a short list and we can all argue it like superheroes, but you know, these guys are one of them. So it's definitely and and man, that's really good. I could drink Cloud. a It's a little cloudy, refreshing. It is refreshing. It's it's got that I don't want to, it's definitely hoppier than you might be used to from a lager, but it's yeah. definitely appropriate. It's and very I good. I don't know my hops well enough to place my finger on what hop that is I'm getting in the end. It's very similar to the Prima Pills hop, I feel like. Not as sharp. Not, not as sharp. It doesn't have quite the yeah. bite to it, but it lingers longer, I feel like. This and is delicious. Like, it's a drink it, drink it all day. All right. It's an all day drink it. When's the last time we had a sink it? Uh, week one or two maybe <laughs> early probably, probably something that john brought <laughs> probably. And, I, and i am a little remiss i should have mentioned that uh that john's not here with us tonight he was traveling for work we miss you john we'll uh we'll get back at you next time hope we uh hope we do you proud yeah uh john john was traveling a lot and um he'll be back next time i think i know he's got a lot of traveling coming up me and him, we're going to Vegas. I know that. Yeah, you guys are ready to go. We're going to Vegas. Vegas. Uh, March 1st, we're going for one night. That's as long as I don't get lost or like <laughs> arrested. You or, have your phone charger. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I will have my phone, phone charger. It's just a matter of whether or not my phone makes it uh, that's, where I'm going or whatever. <laughs> I've never been to Vegas before, but I've had some pretty outrageous uh, adventures in Atlantic City, and I would assume that I that's going to be magnified by quite a bit. The the difference between Atlantic City and Vegas is so much greater than you think it is. Oh, dude, I have no. It's have greater. Full <laughs> expectations that this is going to be the craziest thing ever, and I know that I'm going. I'm not going to be disappointed by that. And I it's. I just um. I pray for John. <laughs> I pray for John in this situation. He's got to buckle up. Oh, dude, he's going to be in for a wild ride. So speaking of John, um, the next time I'm going to see John is going to be next Saturday. We're going to be heading out to the Kennet Brew Fest, which okay. looks like it's going to be a really cool time. Um, if you're out there and looking for a good beer fest to go to, check out the Kennet uh, Winter Fest, I should say. The beer fest, they do one in the in the fall and one in the winter. This is the Winter Fest. Still tickets available online. Check them out and uh, come out. If you want to look for me, I'll be the uh, guy that looks like he's between 30 and 50, uh, white with facial hair, uh, slightly overweight. So <laughs> keep an eye out for that specific person at the beer fest uh, and see if you can find me specifically. I'm curious if that's going to be like 75% of the people there or 90% of the people there. I'm going to say 90. Yeah, you I'm so. going 95. <laughs> just, just start yelling Steve from about 40 yards out. And then just half the people yeah. will turn around. To the, just yeah. But if you do find me, come say what's up, and we'll uh, we'll drink a free beer together. <laughs> so we dr- we are definitely giving this a, a, a drink. It that's a drink. It you got. I'm definitely I'm, yes. uh, CJ. What's your uh, what's your thoughts on the uh, lager here? Oh, it's definitely a drink. It. It's a summertime yeah. light yeah. all day drinking event. Yeah, I could drink that all day for sure. It's really good. I, uh, when did they start canning? They've only started canning fairly recently, right? I don't even know if it's been a year that they've been putting their stuff in cans. They've always been a big format bottle. They would only do like 22-ounce bottles. Um, and I think the can thing, they just really got into less than a year ago. What you looking for there, the uh, EBV? Yeah. Not on there? Mm. We'll have to check it out on, on the taps a little bit later. yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dave uh, is from our area, Coatesville, Westchester, Coatesville in the house. Yep. Um, from this area, after high school, moved down to the Carolina region. So yeah. what it was after, after. a couple of years after high school, right? Yeah, Four or kinda, five years. Kind of hung out around here for a little while, and I definitely did my hanging out around here too. But yeah. but then you got your crap together and uh, played hacky sack at DC Cube for a little bit, and then <laughs> was like. Yeah, we, we got to go adult. So you moved where exactly were, what town were you in? I was in the great town of Newberry, South Carolina. That's right, Newberry. Uh, yeah, Newberry, about halfway between Columbia and Greenville. 
Um, yeah, the whole town is about as big as Thorndale. And I definitely think there's still just the slightest southern twang to you. Just a it's, slight. It was kind of the opposite. Like once when I was down there, I'd get a couple beers on me. Then the, the Philly came out. You know, you, we sauce and you know. But now get that John. Yeah, John, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Down south, they look at you like an alien when you say that. Well, they and do. then it's just trying to figure out what they're saying, too. Right. Like, I'm fixing to go to dinner. Cut the light on. Yeah, yeah cut. Yeah. <laughs> like, fixing. I ain't fixing. I'm going. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Fixing drives me absolutely insane. <laughs> and there's all sorts of just wonderful little nuances. Um, and now I get a couple beers, and then it'll go you southern go the other style. Way. Yeah, I go the other way. I mean, I'm, I do miss the south a good bit about it. I mean, I was in... South Carolina for a while, and then uh, North Carolina, Charlotte area, and then Raleigh, um, and I miss the barbecue. That oh, is, yeah. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, down there is like, yeah, we'll go for the low hanging fruit. You know, people doing cheesesteaks where it says Philly style cheesesteak, and you're like, yeah, nah, no. Um, if it's got Philly in the name, don't eat it. Yeah, right. Although I did find one little place. It was in. Cary, North Carolina. I don't know if it's still there. It's called. It was called Fat Phillies, and I walked in, and they had a big Amoroso sign, and they had Tasty Cakes oh. on the counter, and I was like, "Oh, how you doing?" All and right. he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right, Wiz Wit," handed it to me. I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah, yeah, we can be here. There's a place um, like that in Florida too called <laughs> Steagles. It's uh right out of, right outside of Cocoa Beach, and um uh, or O'Galley rather, and um. It was all like Pittsburgh and and, and Philadelphia, that, like cheesesteaks on one side, oh, dude, it brothers crazy. on the other. Oh, it was awesome, dude! <laughs> it was awesome. And my dad lives in Charlotte, so shout out to my dad in Charlotte. It's awesome down there. And you're damn right about the barbecue, dude. They don't do it like that here. They, it's like I don't know if they don't know how or if it's just not a part of like they just don't have those genes up here. Well, the biggest difference is 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 the difference in up here. Barbecue is a verb. Down there, it's a noun, right? Because if like I'm talking to Steve now, he's like, "Hey, you want to go barbecue?" Yeah. Next question: What do you want barbecue? Chicken, hot dog, steak. Down there, you want barbecue? It's everything. It's, it's that. yes, and yeah, and yeah. that area. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's whole hog, c- chopped, right? Most of the time, yes. But there's been you know infiltration. So you got the you got the tomato base, you got the vinegar base, you got the whole hog, you got the Texas style brisket, you got I mean. Whatever you want, someone does it that style within an hour and well. Yeah, that's a, I I could get down with some barbecue and, oh my God. and to have it really well done is a rare treat. Yeah, the best places were the ones that opened on Saturday, and then they were closed by Sunday three p.m. because they ran out. Because yeah. everybody got a full time job, they just come there on a weekend. And once it's gone, that's it. Gone. So in high school, we drank the normal lager. Yingling lager was the big one. Uh, J.W. Dundee Honey Brown. We had a couple of times. Remember little, the Honey Brown? Little Red Dog. Red Dog. The, and I think Red Dog is technically craft, wasn't it? I think somebody. No. I'm just. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, no. I don't know. I remember having Red Dog. Beers. Yeah. Uh, there was definitely a Zima Knight. Uh, it was the Kev's. I thought it was at uh, Ian Flynn's. Oh, that night too. Yeah, with the there was that one. And the washcloth. Yeah, yeah, that was that one. We won't get. I'm not going. I wasn't going to go too Sorry. deep into these stories. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just talking about how we drank in high school. Yeah, Zima. Yeah, Zima. I remember uh, Niagara, flagship Niagara. I don't remember that. That was one night at the uh, the place with the with, with the uh, the comics on the carpet. Was that oh, Chris and me? Chrissy's. Oh. I don't remember Some that. I'm like senior. Maybe I don't remember that one for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. golden anniversary one time. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if if actual piss could then piss into a can, it would be golden anniversary. I yeah. still list that as the worst beer I've ever had. I would have to agree with that. At least I mean, at that time that our, our palates were you know, <laughs> so mature and able to decipher. So when you were down in, in the Carolinas, we would... We didn't really talk a whole lot. Yeah. So that was probably about the time I started getting into craft beer, which was probably about the same time that you started getting into craft beer. 
what were some of the craft beer gateways that got you into, I'll call it the game, the craft beer game? Well, I remember it was down there. First of all, down there, they didn't, you know, I was looking for Yangling. And they're like, the, the what? The Chinese beer. And I was like, <laughs> you know, Yangling. No, no, no. Stop, stop. It's, it's from PA. Got an eagle and, on it. Come on. It's yeah, got a picture it's got of an eagle. eagle. Oldest brewery in America. Come on. America. And uh, I remember trying to explain this to them that that this, you know, section of Pennsylvania drank something other than Bud Light, Budweiser, Miller Light. Um, <clears throat> so at that point, I felt, you know, I had to rung up on the rest of the, the state already just because we had something that was, I mean, I hesitate to use the word craft, but it was it, it was not nationwide distro. Yeah, it wasn't so macro. It wasn't right. Bud Light. It wasn't Miller Light. It wasn't right. Coors. So, but then getting into South Carolina, everything was so different. They were light years ahead of us in in one specific way, which was being able to purchase beer. You could buy beer at the grocery store, at the gas station, at the mini mart, at the movie theater, at wherever wherever there was people buying things. You could buy beer. And that was a far cry, of course, in you know the late or the two thousands of of how we were able to buy beer in PA. We we've come millennia in the last you know twenty years. Yeah, the uh, and even though we've come so far, we're still probably the bottom five of worst alcohol laws in the country. Yeah, I'd us say. in Jersey. Well, what is it? Uh, I think Utah and there's like two other states that have an ABV limit. Yeah, Utah is one of them. Utah is yeah. one of them. I can't remember the other one. I mean, I'll put them worse than we are, but only by a little bit. So you can't buy anything over 6%, 7%? Something like that. I so mean, like any of those 12% stouts and stuff we've had, that Bogart Blondie, not having it. Illegal? Illegal. Wow. Might as well be heroin. Wow. Oh. Scheduled one, it's scheduled, scheduled one beer, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're going that way. But back to your question with the uh, the scene down there. So there was not much of a scene. I remember there was one brewery in Columbia called a. Uh, I don't even know if they called themselves a brewery, but they made their own beer called Hunter Gatherer. Um, and then you had this little tiny one up near Greenville called R.J. Rockers. Uh, and they do that uh, son of a peach. Yeah. Everybody's mm-hmm. had that. Um, the king of the peach. Mm, not mm-hmm. so much. Um, but there wasn't much. I mean, it was, I mean, and again, it was college. So it was suitcases. And mm-hmm. I was a couple years older than the average college kid. So, of course, I took the more mature route and I pretty much drank captain. Period. No, no Coke. No, nothing. I mean, just, just captain. I mean, you know, you have bad nights. Um <laughs> I had, oh God, I had found, uh, what, what do they call it? The, the thing that runners use to put a, the camelback, the camelback. There you go. Yeah. The camelback that you're supposed to put water in to help you run further. Yeah. So a liter, a captain and, uh, a Coke and a half will fit in one of those. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and a little straw comes up over your shoulder. So you got yep. you don't even have to have a cup. Yeah, that led to anyway. So, not much craft beer there in college. And then once I got out and moved up to Charlotte area, then you know, oh okay, who's this? Oh, what's this beer? Oh, it's North Carolina. Okay, what what's a what's a Foothills? And uh, you start exploring. It's like okay, Asheville. What's in Asheville? Oh, how many breweries? What? Yeah, Asheville's got a really big brewery scene yeah uh raleigh had the same thing um big boss uh one of the one of the pioneers there and um so many good breweries around the raleigh area um and and they had the other like the one specific chain called carolina ale house so it was it was really based in north carolina beers and of course they had a bunch of others too but it was there was a lighthouse where it's like i don't want to drink bud light i want to you know i want something to somebody spend some time on and so you could go there and man, there was a whole lot of beer there. So it's kind of kept going. So then when you moved back up here, you started this, what we called Homer's trade up. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you just explain a, I guess you got to tell them who Homer is right. uh, and, uh, and tell us to start getting into about how we would do the, uh, the trade up. Well, Homer is the, uh, the patriarch 
uh, of the family. Um, came upon that nickname sometime in high school, in 10th or 11th grade. I think it was sometime after I set off fireworks in his back seat. That, yeah. Yeah. We put a hole in the Sundance. Yeah. Because the window. Sorry. It's Harry Homer. <laughs> so we, we were trying to drive past some people and throw fireworks out the window. Oh. So I, I thought I rolled the window down. Harry, <laughs> Harry remember those Sally. little half windows? Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> so I go to throw these things out and they just bounce right off the window oh, and like no. land in my lap. I like hop up and they like yeah. blew up a little bit of the seat in the back there. My bad. I th- what did we tell him? That was a cigar? Cigarette. Yeah, we told him it was cigarettes. Because yeah, that was easier to explain. Then <laughs> then I tried to throw firecrackers out your half open window. Wow. Uh, so Homer's trade up was, um, I'd say probably 75% social, 25% beer to start because the idea was cool. Like we were talking about with how to buy beer in Pennsylvania, you had to buy cases. Uh, it's still at that time. So what we would do is just when people would come up or I'd, you know, did we just move back up? No, oh, yeah, we had just moved back up or I think the first year we were still down there anyway. So gathered as many people as we could figure out and still trying to keep it a gathering, um, bring a case of beer and, you know, you do a trade up and it was, mostly kids from high school and a couple other outliers. And it, it was really just an excuse to be like, I really need to see just some familiar faces and, and hang out and drink beer. And, and what are y'all up to? Um, but there was some cool beers. I mean, people bring, I mean, Thelonious, um, Lagunitas, of course. And a bunch I think of I brought others. brown sugar to that. Brown first sugar, one, yeah. Right yeah. The first one. So, so what we would do is every you'd bring a case, I bring a case. I think we probably had eight people at the first one, yeah, around there. Yeah. So you'd take a couple out of your case, and you'd get some of everybody's case. So you'd be able to go home with eight different beers instead of the one different beer that you brought. Yeah. So speaking of beers, as we continue our conversation here, um, I got uh, some of the new release from La Cabra down in uh in Berwin. Is that Berwin? Mm-hmm. This is called uh, Clement, and I haven't tasted it yet, but I smelled it, and it smells fantastic as I cracked it. Uh, double IPA brewed with Galaxy Citra Chinook powder and lactose. You guys are all sipping on it before I get in there. Any uh, any initial thoughts? It's definitely uh, it's definitely an orange juice looking type of beer. I definitely get a lot of citrus off the nose of it. Yeah, it it's got some. It's definitely got a citrus punch to it. It's thick. It's yeah. thick. I thought it was going to be something different. It, there's birch trees on the label. Uh, so that's I, what I thought, too. I, was I thought, thought it was, you know, <laughs> a, maybe a stout or something with the birch trees. But uh, it's definitely, I'm surprised it's a double. And that definitely improves it because it's a real good taste. Yeah. And then finding out it's a double and it tastes like this definitely bumps it up. The uh the ma- the mouthfeel you can almost chew on that bad boy. Yeah, it's 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 smooth for a double IPA, for sure. It's smooth for a double. I like this beer. Yeah. What's well, happening to me? I, t- <laughs> I told you from the beginning it was going to happen. You looked at me like I was a weirdo because I was plugging the weirdo. It's going to happen. So face to face, he's he was the one in the beginning that was like, uh, yes, beer. Yeah. Okay. I call it weirdo beer because right, right, there's right. so much to it and like uh, certainly so much that I don't understand. And at first I didn't understand why people liked it. <laughs> I, I like it. it. It's cool. Like <clears throat> when, when um, Levante was here and stuff and, and just drinking like beers that, you know, are exclusive and we've had some whales on this show, as you guys put it as well. And that kind of thing is pretty neat. Got the naming culture. It's, it's neat to me, man. It. It's neat, like you know, like uh, some we're drinking beers that some people will never drink, or certainly like last week, uh, we're drinking beers a week early that nobody's had yet, and that's that's pretty neat. So the, the taste and everything is is really good, and I'm I'm getting the hang of it. But the idea of it is something that I like a lot, and it's it's growing on me. By the day, basically. Well, let's get into this one. What uh, we got to give our ratings here? What are, what are we giving the uh, the Clement from La Cabra here? 
This is strong four five for me. Ooh, four five. I was yeah. gonna say uh four two five. I was I was gonna agree with you. I'm going four point two five on that one. Dave's I, making faces. I, I, I am. I really like it. I'm one of the weirdos that uh I, I don't rate on untapped. I check it in, I put tasting notes if if I feel the need, but um I think uh there's too much weight on these things. I think everybody it, it, it's too much of a Yelp aspect sometimes. Um, and I'm kind of on the other side of the tracks on this. So, you know, I'm, I'm not immune to it, but I get it. Um, if I were to rate this, I would say a solid four plus. Cause that's like, I could drink this no doubt again and again as yummy. So now since you've moved back up here from the, the Carolina, you're up mm-hmm. in Emmaus, <laughs> um, lands. So the uh, the Lehigh Valley beer scene is kind of growing on us a little bit. Who are some of your favorites up there right now? Oh, man. Well, being part of the Lehigh Valley Brewers Guild, it would be hard to it would be difficult and uh, rude to just name off like one or two that would be our favorites. I mean, you've got the the OG Weyerbacher, um, who Maddie Snyder, the brewer up there, is putting out some killer stuff. Their barrel stuff to me has always just been really, really good. I, there's very few beers of theirs that they've put out that I would not drink again. Um, you got Two Rivers, uh, Cleaning Up Metals uh, from GABF, uh, Bond Place in Bethlehem. They're Mooey. It's like a, I'm probably going to say it wrong. I think it's a, it's a bitter. But it's just like easy. It's their house beer stupid awesome um just i've never heard of them i gotta i gotta check them out uh they don't distribute for nothing like sam is this is my castle this is where we make beer and this This is where where people will come to get the beer yeah he's and he's awesome he's a mad scientist uh look his stuff up on 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 the facebook he puts out a new video like every other day they're great he has 14 different characters um do they do cans the, they did uh, one yeah they did a canning run with Mui they did a collab with Tired Hands and then they just did a collab with uh, somebody in Iceland oh um, yeah um, I don't know um, who else who else who else um, I like you know probably the one that's closest to your house is Funk that I always <laughs> love going to Funk yeah two box with Funk and they just did their five year anniversary and they kicked out some jams up there they had <laughs> selling socks it was great. Um, they they always have good stuff. I mean, everything from the double disco to, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, if you like IPAs and you're not waiting on funk, then something's wrong. Uh, a little one three blocks down from that is Yergi's. Uh, they're a little nano brewery. Um, they're awesome. Um, God. Uh, Lost Tavern, Hop Hill, Hijinks. You know, there's, I'm going to forget some Sage Alley. So it's it's incredible. You could do a weekend and still not hit all of them. So I see, and I've just really in the past two days started seeing Lehigh Valley Craft Beer Week coming up. Um, looks like they got a lot of really cool events starting this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. What are some of the one or two highlights that uh, that you'll be looking forward to on that? Um, the Trapdoor is doing hot dogs with Funk. Uh, consider myself a hot dog connoisseur. Um, and it is they're doing some the H A U T E dogs like But yet you disrespect Yakos. Look, this is a beer podcast. Uh, okay. If, if okay. A, I won't start if there's a might be hot dogs podcast hot dog get beef. Into it. Well, I I'll I'll say it quickly. I was not raised in Lehigh Valley. So and I know you weren't either, but you worked up there at an impressionable age. So and as Marlia keeps telling me, well, it's there. And sometimes you just want that hot dog and that's fine, but I do not like it. I don't drink chocolate milk and I think pots is better. And I think there's like 14 other little hot dog shops that just make a better product. All right. All right. Well, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, with that. And then, um, geez, Tuesday, uh, hophead, something something at a strange brew tavern on Emmaus avenue and then stouter day uh next saturday at strange brew um hijinks is doing a stupid amount of events uh funk is doing like 13 different events there's the 
the crafts and bites at the Hotel Bethlehem. Um, we're doing a tasting at Domachi. Uh, it's, yeah, Lehigh Valley Beer Week uh, Facebook page. There's, come on up and see us. There, There's something for everybody up there. Cool. Uh, have all the listeners hopefully go check it out. So we're going to take a quick little break, take a little time out after the break. Uh, we're going to get into CJ just for a little bit, see his craft beer beginnings, uh, ends, see where he's going. And then we're going to get into this mead and figure out what this whole mead thing is all about. So stay tuned. Everybody, make sure you check out an all-new, fully loaded week of Might Be News Network next week. We got an all-new Novak and Franz. We got an all-new Might Be Tunes. I'm not even going to announce the name of the band because, quite frankly, I don't know it off the top of my head. Uh, Then we also got a whole shit ton of the rest of the shows. Your normal lineup. It's five days next week. MBNnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast. Click the links. Click the names at the top. You'll be automatically taken to the latest episode on whatever streaming platform you want. MBNnetwork.com. All right. Welcome back to Might Be Brews. Make sure you check out the new website. CJ with the hookup on the new website, MBNnetwork.com. Little menu up at the top left. Click on that. Find your new favorite podcast. Listen to old episodes, fresh episodes. Check out Might Be Brews on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'd love to hear from you guys. We heard some response from the Levante episode. Thank you guys for that. Get us back. Get back to us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear from us. We love hearing from you. Um, and speaking of CJ, CJ's new to the podcast to Might Be Brews. He's on the Might Be Sports. So you can check him out, hitting them up with the uh, TMZ style sports news at yep. the end he's on the rapid well, fire and rapid he's on, fire. He's on i no feel like at too. uh at this point i just sleep on taylor's couch and someone yeah. doesn't show up yeah. for a podcast pretty he's much in. yeah yeah where's and bryce harper where's bryce harper <laughs> <laughs> so cj i've met you a little while ago at some of the frank's bottle shares that we did yes. with john how did you come into the craft beer game i'm always curious to see how people not many people started drinking uh double ipas what was your gateway into the craft beer scene so i have this buddy randy who um is has a top 10 list from wherever he can find them and has to cross um every beer that's on the list off as trying it so early 20s i'm hanging out with him started drinking at victory when it was the old victory when you could smoke in, it was dark. Yeah. Uh, the pool, the pool tables, tables in the back. Yeah. That's the little seating area. You could see, uh, the tanks behind the bar. And then, um, from there, it just kind of, he would find events and be like, I have no one to go with because no one was really into craft beer at the time. So he goes, you want to go? I was like, I'll go drink booze. Let's yeah. go. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, so um, we've done stuff like we've done day trips. Like we'll go to a city and he'll find all these breweries. So we'll do um, or we'll do themes or like the worst theme we ever came up with. We did uh chain restaurants the one day. Worst thing oh, you could oh, ever oh. do. Got to hit up the Applebee's. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we do all day. Just Little red day, robin. Drink, day drinking at chain bars. But um, <laughs> you know we've done Philly. We've done. We did four cities in five days. We did Chicago for two days. We did um, Grand Rapids. We did Indianapolis and Cincinnati. And he had a whole list of all these breweries we had to go to, which Chicago, those people that drink in Chicago with their uh, beer laws and liquor laws, I give them credit. We stopped at a couple places that had extended uh, liquor licenses, so they can be they uh, are open twenty three hours a day. They get to pick the hour they're closed. Oh, how convenient! Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, if I was running around, I would close at three a.m. when the normal bars close, so you don't get all those drunks, but and then, then just start it back up, crank it back at four a.m. Wow! So, uh, so of your your different breweries that you've experienced, do any stick out? 
Uh, Three Floyds is probably the metal. Well, yeah. So they go. They pretty much read you the riot act before you go in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you go in there. It's sixties TV shows on all the TVs, and it's heavy metal music blaring. <laughs> it was Finding Nemo was on the TVs when I was there. It was Batman when I was there. The old uh, Adam West Batman. How? <laughs> but then the door in between the bar and they make you go to this different area for takeout. So there's this giant open doorway with no door. And so everyone I'm with goes, all right, we're going to go get takeout. I was like, all right, I'm going to go piss and then I'll meet you over there. So I'm following this guy. He goes through the doorway. The guy working the takeout counter goes, no, what the fuck makes you think you can come through that door? I'm like, this guy's getting yelled at. I just turn right around, go out the front door and go through (laughs) the outside door. But it's like you have a double um size door with no doorway that goes right to the takeout area why wouldn't you think you could use it (laughs) gotta block all those people from buying up all the zombie dust Uh, and then um the whole reason we we did the trip is a one of the guys we went with won a lagunitas exclusive tour which after it i could not drink lagunitas for like six months because they just totally uh just kept shoving beer down our throat Oh, you poor thing. Right. So we got we, we got there 9 a.m. We drove all night. We got there. 10 a.m. We get to Lagunitas. And they go, all right, you're VIP. Just come in. So they have, you know, the area before the tour starts. And they go, here, here's a cup. Get whatever you want. So we just start going to town. This is 10 a.m. That's or, a bad idea jeans, dude. That's I know. And then <laughs> noon, that's when the tour starts. And then everyone that's on the tour is getting like little, you know, sample glasses they can try. So I'm there with my big glass, with my sample glass. And then they go, all right, there's enough people. We're doing two tours. You guys wait to the second tour. So they fill up our cups for the the second tour to start. And then they send some poor intern that has to grab us a beer every time it's getting low on the tour. But no one else can drink on the tour. (laughs) That's the VIP treatment. Oh, I was bombed after. That sounds like a fun (laughs) trip. All right. Well, let's get into our mead portion of the evening. So why don't we start? I know whatever zero baseline is, the next notch above me, uh, that is my mead knowledge. So why don't we even back my mead knowledge back and just start with what is mead? Great question. So, excuse me. Uh, meat is alcohol made from fermented honey, period. That is what it is. Uh, anything else is a uh, – it can be – the liquid is most of the time water. That's all these are. Uh, if you were to use juice, uh, apple juice, then it would be called a sizer. If you were to use grape juice, then it would be called a pimit. Uh, but it's still meat. And then the ones we have here today, which you know, pick which ones you want to try – we have a traditional. Uh, any meads that are done with fruit is called a melomel. Any meads that are done with uh, spices and herbs, um, <clears throat> it's called a mythoglin. And and there's a million others. And then you can get real inside baseball uh, with other terms and whatnot. Uh, but the biggest thing you want to remember is just it's it's made from honey. It doesn't have to be sweet. There's always going to be a good honey backbone. But it doesn't have to be sweet. We don't feel that we don't believe mead has to be thick, cloying, and overly sweet in shades of jet fuel. Uh, I brought a number of different ones today. Uh, everything from our traditional, uh, which is a 13%, we call semi sweet, uh, 9.5% dry hopped, to the 5.5% session meads that we have waiting in the fridge. Cool. Well, why don't we start with the traditional? Good I work. think that's probably a good spot to start. Mm-hmm. So. If I'm understanding uh, the connection between mead and the beer world, because you'll hear a lot of mead talk in some of the beer forums and that kind of thing, some meads being served at different breweries. What is the connection between mead and beer? And in my mind, basically, the honey is replacing kind of the barley in the brewing process. Pretty much right. Yeah, it's... um. Alcohol made from money. So 
Beer is made from grain. Wine is made from grapes. Sake is made from rice. Boilo, we're not sure. And meat is made from honey. So basically, cider made from juice. So basically, the in the brewing process, the there's still yeast in it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you don't you don't get alcohol without That's, yeast. So yeah. the so the yeast in beer when they're brewing beer, the yeast is eating the sugars from the grains. Yeah. The output no the output of that is CO two and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So basically, the meat the honey is replacing the barley in the in the brewing process yeah so uh, uh super fast mead 101 you take the mead you blend it with a liquid most of the time water uh wait till it gets to a certain state of fluidity that's when you put in the yeast we do a cold fermentation so there's no boiling um once it gets to where we want it to be abv wise and consistency if it's traditional then it stops um shock it drop it and bottle it and if it's not, if it's one of the other ones like here, then we move it over to a secondary tank, and that's when we add the flavorings, um, whether it be fruit, fruit juices, herbs, spices, different things like that. So what kind of tasting notes would I look for in a mead? We go, wow, great question. Uh, what we go for is, is clean, bold, and balanced. Um, you know, a lot that you're looking for in in a, in a beer or in a glass of wine or even, you know, a mixed drink done well um, to a further extent. But, you know, you, you don't want anything to be out of place. When you drink a beer and you, you know when a flavor is out of place, even, you know, even you call them weirdo beers. Right, right. So when you're looking for that, it's like, oh, this is kind of hop overpowered. Oh, this is really malty. Um, I smell something that I shouldn't. Um, with me, you know, we don't want it to be overly sweet. There are meaderies that uh, their strength is making uh, these fruit bombs. Um, and, you know, you got the I mean, the original gangster uh, up in Michigan. And, um, you know, that's what they make. And that's what they are damn good at. We just don't make that style. We want to go for a more modern take, um, a little more approachable, a little more for the masses. So to me, the flavors are a little bit more wine-like than beer-like. Is that a fair comparison? That's, yeah, that's not unfair. Um, we feel that mead has a little bit of a, a fuller mouthfeel on it. Um, you can throw in a dilly dilly when you want, um, but a <laughs> bigger mouthfeel with the straight note chaser. Uh, we go for light, bright, citrusy, um, with a nice clean finish. Bright is a good word. I. De- Bright is, and it's one of those things I can't, like when we were talking with uh, with Kevin Reeby, I couldn't explain to him the difference between tart and bitter. Yeah, right, right, right. It's a tough thing oh. to put into words, but hearing the word bright, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I definitely get, and in most of them that I've tried, and I've tried a, a few of them, I get a little bit of that honey right at the end as it's kind of fading away off the back of the palate. I, I taste I taste that honey sweetness. Too. Yeah, with the, with the straight no chaser, which is the one we just had, it's a traditional thirteen percent, and uh, that's our flagship. Um, note to self: not named after the acapella group, named <laughs> after the Thelonious Monk song. Did they name their group after? They did. That song? I, I like to remind people when they're like, "Oh yeah, the acapella group," which they are great. They are <laughs> awesome. Two of them are from Lehigh Valley, and they are a lot more famous than a lot of people would like to think. Um, they sell out Madison Square and, and Radio City and, and all that. And every time they come to Bethlehem, it's sold out seven months ahead of time. I believe the Christmas show went on sale last week and it's already sold out. But as I like to remind people and say, yes, we got the name from the same place they did. And they go, huh? And they say, okay, this is called jazz. And, you know, da 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 da. It's really good. I like it. It's, it um, I agree very much to, about the wine aspect of it. Felt like I was drinking, uh, you know, uh, like a nice white wine. Uh, it, it's really good. It's really good. Thanks. Yeah, it's definitely like a, a sweet wine taste to it. Yeah, that's a. I mean, and that's a big one. Straight No Chasers, a you know, thirteen percent traditional. Um, it's straight down the middle. Uh, we call it semi-sweet. Uh, we're not going to get too into the sweet, but. Um, 
Um, technical difficulties. Uh, two into the suite. We actually where the other ones were going to go a little bit drier on these. Um, and we'll we'll explore a little bit of that. But sweetness is definitely there. It's not. I mean, we can't hide from that. It's not something we're trying to avoid, but we just don't want them to be overly sweet and just to be something we're not. Cool. So for those of us that are, uh, those of the listeners, I should say that are listening to our program that might not listen to the other programs. Taylor is a uh, pretty big, I'll, I'll, I'll understate it, a uh, Wu-Tang Clan fan. I'm probably among the biggest Wu-Tang Clan fans that you'll ever meet in your entire life. I can't believe I'm just hearing about this now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to the show? What was that, a month and a half ago? No, I didn't. It was sold out before I could get, get was, in there. That was a that was a pricey ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him three times. Uh, I've seen m- different members of the group in, in at different shows, and uh, even back in the day, uh, CJ, you might remember this. We opened up for Method Man and Red Man, uh, Organic Theory, the rap group I was in. Uh, I was just telling this story the other day. I was so scared during that show that you would have thought that like my feet were glued to the ground. Like uh, I, the, my, the rest of my body moved, but my feet stayed in the same spot the entire 15, 20 minutes we were up there. I've still never heard any organic theory and I gotta, <laughs> I gotta have the discography. I gotta get into some of this. So the reason we're talking about the Wu-Tang clan is the next mead that we are trying is called Wu-Tang Cran. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about it? The Wu-Tang Cran uh, started off as a, thanksgiving one-off about three years ago and y'all just kept buying it um this is cranberry and orange peel uh so you're gonna start you get the nice uh cranberry nose cranberry up front honey in the middle excuse me orange orange and honey up front a little honey in the middle and then a nice cranberry smack on the finish um yeah we we uh, as you can see the the last one and this one both musical names um, and we lean toward that. We lean toward uh, hip hop names and, and oddball uh, alternative 90s groups and, and other um, weird jokes um, that, you know, we try not to outthink ourselves because um, if you have to explain the joke, then you missed it. But um, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's bad. But yeah, Wu-Tang Cran is, is awesome. We, we love it. Um, it's, it's definitely one of our most popular brands. Um, and have not heard anything from from said performers. So wow. we're uh, we're uh, which seeing how many other poorly done products grab their name. There's a lot of Wu Tang type yeah. names out there. Yeah, they don't. I mean, I don't want to jinx it. They don't seem to really care. Um, no. So you know, as thanks some to other them, people and, might care. Yeah. Well, you might have heard as, from. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to tell that? Uh, you can tell. I didn't want to get into it. I wasn't <laughs> sure if we were legally allowed to talk. Yeah, about we're, it. No, we don't sell it anymore. So we, oh, okay. we uh, so by law, we're, we're okay. So um, a while, a while back, a little less than a year ago, um, texting with Steve uh, about this and that. And he texts me and he's like, how is Joel and Mead not a thing? <laughs> and I was like, wait, the what? And so we talked a little bit, and it was like, Charlie Temple. Oh, my God. Cool. So I went back to Greg and Mike, the owners, and was like, yo, I think we should do this thing. And we kind of looked around for ingredients and products and called our um, designer, and boom. We put it together in like two months. It was It was way quicker than I thought it was going to Yeah, it was silly fast. Um, And so we released it on a Friday. Um, came out, sold a bunch, basically sold out of it on Saturday, Sunday, a couple, a couple cans went out, finished off the kegs in the tasting room and Monday morning got a C and D wow. because that's what happens when <laughs> so you're the cease and desist for those of yeah, us not in the, sorry. Uh, not in the biz. Um, yeah. When you're the second most click through topic on NBC Philly, it's going to turn some heads. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. We were like. And Joel's people, very nice people, and uh, they're like, "What this?" We're like, "No more what this." They're like, "No more what this? No more what this, sir?" Okay, 
and the uh i'll show you a picture of the uh, can a little bit i think the can is what got you in more trouble than the name i, I mean there the, the, there are similarities between the uh <laughs> the um likeness the, the likeness and what we uh you know the athlete we may have been referring to <laughs> um yeah mask and all um but, but basically if you remember the stories when he first came into the league before he was 21 he would go to the clubs and drink shirley temples so the the mead itself the flavors were shirley temple inspired ginger cherry yeah. wow and the the can is him about to sh- shoot a free throw and he's got the mask on from when he had the mask. Yeah. And he's holding the big cherry. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were. Uh, the artwork was really well done. It, it was. It was super it, well done. Really well done. It was a uh, little lightning in a bottle. We, we were you know, happy to be a part of it, it was, or to you know, be able to give that to the ether. And it, it was a good ride. It, it was a wow. good ride. And now, you know, no, we don't we don't sell that anymore. We don't make that anymore. It's um, there's posters on the wall. And that is where, you know. Flowers on the wall, posters on the wall. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's where, where that's ends. where that's at. <laughs> well, dude, um, I would drink this Wu Tang Cran like every day. There's <laughs> reasons, it, it, multiple reasons. One, it tastes really good. Uh, two, obviously the name, but uh, it's really good. Uh, still, very like wine like. But I I like wine. I'm a wine you know not drinker all the time, but <clears throat> I don't mind it. Well, I want to uh, push the envelope here, and but you know you guys rate these every time you drink them don't you oh, we do yeah. we well, do we, i don't, but I don't we wanna... are also very famous for not rating stuff in time okay that's, that's also true it's <laughs> also true yeah john's really bad at that we'll we'll just like go through and we'll have the beer and then like i'm i, I write down on the paper i'm like rate rate rate, <laughs> yeah, rate rate we're 20 minutes away from not being able to rate this so, so if I were to start with the the first one we had, that mead is kind of right in the middle for me. I give that like a four, but then the Wu Tang Cran I like a little bit better. Uh, I go that probably about a four two five uh, for my palate. Um, I don't get as much honey out of the Wu Tang Cran. I wonder if the cranberries, I don't want to say covering it up, or maybe it's just working in in conjunction with it that I don't taste the honey as much. But I don't think you necessarily have to taste the honey in everyone. That's not uh, something you're specifically going for, right? I don't want to taste like I'm, uh, you know, licking a honey stick. Right. We're not going for, you know, Winnie the Pooh's, you know, best dream ever here. Um, we like to use, you know, fruits and herbs that complement each other well. You know, much like a lot of the hops do and um, like in the Clement there. I mean, this... We, we, we can tell it had three, four different types of hops. But you can't pick one. But you can't pick one because, the you know, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. You know, we are stronger together. E pluribus unum. Da, da, da. Um, but with that, we can kind of change gears for a minute. And I want to try you, th- try you this one. Uh, this is called T-Tax. This is a Arnold Palmer mead. Now, this is a little bit different than what we were going for before. So this is a 5.5% session mead. So a lot lighter, comes in a can, it's carbonated. Um, as these are for, the, the bottles are for sipping and sharing. The cans are for day drinking and tailgating. There you go. Okay. So before we get too far away from it, give us our ratings on the first two we've had so far. On the traditional, I would go, all right, so the difference between, the for me personally, the, the traditional and the Wu-Tang Cran Obviously, let's just cut the name out of it because that automatically adds at least a point two five for me. At least, at least one point two five. At least. So, uh, but the the traditional, I got that honey taste. Uh, I liked it a lot. I'd probably probably give it a three seven five. The Wu Tang Cran, I'm going at least four two five. At least, excellent. At least. Yeah, I mean, and appreciate the honesty and, and and knowing that you guys aren't, you know, familiar with it as as I am. As, if I drank as, more of them, I would, those scores would probably increase. Well, yeah, because I, I I'm <laughs> very new to the whole to the to I'm new to the craft beer world and I'm brand new to the mead world. Oh, so am I. You're brand like new. Twenty minutes new. What do you think, <laughs> CJ? Have you enjoyed them? So uh, I think the first one three seven five just. It's not necessarily 
it's good. I can appreciate it, but it's not my cup of tea. Right. Whereas the second one, I'd say four or five on that, just because I, I like the the taste added to it, the cranberries. Yeah. I can taste some of the orange in it. And it's not as much of a dry taste as the first one. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that too. Yeah. He like won't look at me while he's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Wu Tang Cran, I will like I'll say like it 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 is what is advertised. It says, you know, the orange and the cranberry, you get that for yeah. sure. Whereas like uh some stouts and things like that are just like, oh, chocolate. I'm just like, uh I'm not I'm I'm lost in that. Or like uh different uh, herbs and things that are in IPAs and stuff like that. I'm just like, I'm not picking that up at all. This is exactly what it says it is and it's very good. Well, thanks. And that's and that's what we go for. I mean, we go for again as advertised, clean, bold, balance. You know, we want what, you to. What is this one? This I is, really like this one. This is called Tea Tax. This is honey, water, lemon zest, lemon juice, and black tea. This is our take on an Arnold Palmer, or as we would say down here, a Turkey Hill half and half. <laughs> I'm saying four seven five, dude. I would drink this. <laughs> oh, I would drink all this all this the time. One. This oh, is yeah. four seven five. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. This is good. This is near perfect. I have to. And we can talk about this if you want to get into it, but we've talked about this before. Things, rating things that aren't your cup of tea. And I, I use that phrase literally because I don't like tea. <laughs> so you're not going to I, I like don't this. drink iced tea. I don't drink hot tea. I don't drink any tea. Neither the, do I. The worst tea I've ever had is that hop tea that oh, John God. made us drink. That was hilarious. That, that was really that was, gross. It hurt listening to you guys drink that. And I'm not sure what I did wrong to John that he made me drink that. Dude, he was trying to tell oh, me, like, you know. no, well, this one is really good. And I was like, oh, man, like, put the shovel down. And he's like, this is the best one. I was like, what do the other ones taste like? The other ones have to be just horrific. But I'm not a tea fan, so uh, I get too much tea from this one for for my for my sake. Yeah, I mean, and kind of touched on that earlier with the untapped. And it's like people, is, I've seen so many check-ins where, you know, a guy drinks a Colts, checks it in, uh, one. I hate Colts. Well, then hmm. why did you take the time to rate it? Because it's not true to what you're trying to accomplish. It's like for one of my, you know, my favorite thing. It's like calling professional wrestling fake. If You call it fake. Then you're asking it to be something. It's not. It's not a competitive sport. It's entertainment. If you rate a Colts, a beer, any beer, a one, you're like, I don't like that style. I hate it. Well, duh, you're going to give it a one. And I right. think that's unfair to the first of all to the brewer, and second of all to the rest of the people that see these ratings. And unfortunately, we got again the Yelp syndrome where people look like, "Oh, I gotta look up this beer. Oh, it's only got a three five. I'm not gonna get it." Do you ever do that? No, I never do that. No, but and, you hear like the whispers, like the rumblings mm-hmm. of the lemmings, and you know, uh, I mean, look, we're just couple guys sitting around there's plenty of other people that think just like us or at least they think they do and you know i'm you know neither above you or below you it's just i just don't want to take so many other people's words it's i mean it's like going to a movie like oh man i heard that movie sucked well did i have the actor in it that i like does it have a plot line that i like right well, i'm still gonna go see it see there's there's plenty of people that are probably just like that where they're just like oh it's only got a couple couple stars i'm not gonna do it right but like me i would i would typically dig into that and read the reviews at least the top few of them to see if like all right well i can tell just by the way that this guy's talking that i don't agree with him at all uh you know or or just at least trust myself to make the own my own judgment right um but as far as this one goes the one we're drinking now Back to that tea hop or hop tea or whatever the hell that shit was called. It was gross. <clears throat> this has what I was asking for in that, which is more sweetness. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was like, if they had a sweet tea version of this, I might fuck with it. This is that because it has that lemonade vibe to it. It's got that that mixture into it that gives it that little extra pop. I'm not a fan of the nose necessarily because that's very tea-ish. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but the whole the, the the whole vibe of the taste is magnificent. I Shit can bang it. I can see Reevee drinking these while he's playing golf. Absolutely, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's an Arnold. Palmer. I mean, it's an Arnold Palmer. But yeah. yeah, I had to say when I was listening to that cast when I was driving to Lancaster on Sunday for the Chikara event, and you know, I was like, well, I'm bringing tea tags <laughs> like right away. I'm like trying to piece together what I'm going to bring the whole time, and they went on that tirade. I wish I wish John was here to have some of this because he would probably. I, I wonder if he would like it. Well, he better like it because it's obviously better than the, <laughs> the hot tea. I'll take that as a compliment. I'll leave him one. <laughs> so, what is your exact role with the Colony Meadery? What is are you sales rep? Or are you what is your role up there? Uh, we we wear many hats. Um, to go down the line, I mean, Greg and Mike are the owners. Uh, Greg's more the CEO. Um, five-year long distance and mike is the brewer uh jen's the assistant brewer i'm the sales manager regional manager swiss army knife um we're trying to as, as we keep growing and, and learning more and more things about how to do things correctly and and most proficiently um you know our, our roles are changing a little bit I, was, I started out as the tasting room manager at the bookstore uh, when we first started that moravian bookstore rest in peace um but you know and then i had a day off and then leah was working so i was like well i guess i'll go try to sell things so i'm it's much more of a sales manager role where um it's a little more defining being out and about and going into you know finding the good accounts you know out in the wild and um so it's doing a lot of tastings with bars and restaurants and, and grocery stores and state stores and and just doing every damn thing I can to get our name out there because, you know, I believe in the product. And, and I've sold a lot of things, um, particular, you know, family buffet restaurants that I worked for for a long time that I never really particularly believed in. But what pays the bills? But this is an easy product to believe in because it's just so damn good. And we are riding the wave of what craft beer is provided, but then in a whole nother way as well. So sell things tell more people about it and keep selling things is and festival and and festival captain as well there you go <laughs> well I don't, I don't want to get too personal here but i've known obviously known dave for a long time i'll say this he's had a lot of different jobs i mean a lot not as many as rookie probably not but he's still had a lot and i'm glad you found something that you're obviously passionate about yeah. it's a lot easier to get up and go to work in the morning when you find something that you're passionate about and i thank you for bringing all this mead for us to try and and explore and i i hope all the people get out there and try and explore some different stuff yeah i i i would have never drank mead unless you brought it here to me and now i probably would if i was out i mean that's my next question I know we're running out of time here. Um, are we? It, we are. <laughs> well, you're Sadly, the person in, char in charge of you the time. How, bad, how, how mad would John be if we just did an hour and a half? Just no no problem at all. He's probably listening right now with a stopwatch. Like, Dude, there's three minutes over. Come on. I give John such a hard time because he, he just wants to podcast the whole, like, all night he would go. He would go all night. I'm down. I, <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> 24-hour <laughs> takeover. Sadly, yeah. this is one of the shows that we record literally the night before I release it. Um, so there's a little bit of work that I have to do after everybody leaves. But anyway. Tell you where to get it around here? What's that? Yeah, me. Yeah. So Where would I find it? Where would you find it? Uh, so being where we are in Chester County right now. Uh, Your mead specifically. My mead specifically. Our mead specifically. Excuse me. Um, in Chester County, uh, for those of us that are in, the, in this greater area, uh, the bottle room in Downingtown okay. is is like number one spot. Those guys are great. Carrie and Katie run a great store. Um, they've got at least six, seven different flavors there. Okay. Um, is Wu Tang Cran one of them? Uh, Wu Tang Cran. They do have a couple bottles of that. They did that with a. They used that for a dinner and did a sorbet with it. Um, oh, that's a good idea. Phenomenal. Yeah, chefs love this stuff. If, if it was up to the chefs, we'd be in every damn restaurant on the block. Um, good for restaurants. They're not, um, uh, Wegmans, all the Wegmans. Okay. Um, we've got Wu-Tang straight and another one called Momito, which is a mint and lime. Oh, uh, all of those are available in every Wegmans on this side of the state. Uh, Exton beverage. Um, 
it's coming soon to Suburban Brewing Company um, and a whole bunch of other breweries in the area. Um, and you can always order us online, colonymeadery.com, and we'll bring it right to your house. Uh, we don't have a cool name like Mercury or Hermes or anything, but uh, we will. It'll our friends at uh, UPS will bring it to you. Uh, colonymeadery.com. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's the biggest ones around here. Um, you said Exton Beverage, Bottle Room, and Wegmans. So if you're, if you're on the cusp of being into craft brews or just in the mood for a different kind of beverage, you should definitely check this kind of stuff out. I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with it. Uh, like I said, it is as advertised. Even that uh, the the Arnie Palmy, it, it's all it it is exactly what it says it's supposed to be. You know and, what I'm saying? And come see us too. We're up in Allentown. Okay, um, about an hour. I mean, as where we sit, straight up a hundred. Um, Allentown, nine hundred five Harrison Street. Uh, we got a brewery next door, Hijinks. We got a distillery next door, County Seat, and then you know fourteen other breweries and four distilleries in the lehigh valley and just a bunch of cool bars and restaurants come stay at the hotel bethlehem for a night and uh a couple other places and just you know come on up and explore with us awesome well thanks for coming out i got one quick thing to hit before we get out of here i wanted to do a little this week in history oh so uh in uh 1792 the u.s post office was created (laughs) oh my in uh 1965 canada's maple leaf flag was raised for the first time Uh, 1954, oh, Matt Groening was born, the wow. creator of The Simpsons. <laughs> is this in response to Kev doing I mean, victory as you know, his point? If people are going to do beer news on their shows, wow. I might have to uh, do a little week in history See, on ours. News is firing shots at everybody. Putting co-host uh, Kev on notice. 1945, U.S. Marines stormed the shore at Iwo Jima. Wow. Mm. See, he missed that completely. Completely. We were on the same show. I, I mean, he did the Canada thing. I think all the rest of that is news to me. Kev, so you step go. your fucking game up. Step your fucking game up. <laughs> CJ, thanks for coming out, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. Good to see you as always. Taylor. CJ, technical director, spiritual guru, and birthday boy this week. Oh, Happy nice. birthday, CJ. Happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, John, we'll see you next week or next time. I yeah. love you. You're my brother, and I appreciate you very, very much. Taylor, good job tonight, buddy. Thank you, Steve. You too. <laughs> Don't forget to check us out on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where it might be brews, and check out the website, mbnnetwork.com. Check out the menu. Find all your free uh, favorite shows. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next time.